Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hotchberg, and this is episode number 44. This week, I'm inviting one of my very good friends on board to join us, Len Testa and Laurel Stewart, who are taking their very first Royal Caribbean cruise on Allure the Seas later this summer. Len and Laurel are actually veterans of another cruise line, so this jump to Royal is an opportunity to discuss their previous experiences and share with them what makes Royal Caribbean different. Here we go. Today, it's my pleasure to invite one of my very, very good friends onto this podcast and also a very good friend of his who's a friend of mine as well. We're all friends, really. And it's, of course, Len Testa and Laurel Stewart, who are the co-authors of the unofficial guide to the Disney Cruise Line. I know you guys are saying, what? Is this the right podcast? But uh, actually, Len and Laurel are uh, embarking upon their first Royal Caribbean cruise. They're going to be going on Allure of the Seas later this summer. Uh, well, first, let me introduce you. Welcome to the show, Len, and welcome to the show, Laurel. Thank you. Thanks, so you might know Len Testa best for being the co-author of The Unofficial Guide to Walt Disney World, but he and Laurel and Aaron Foster wrote just recently The Unofficial Guide to Disney Cruise Line, and obviously they're going from a very Disney background, but they're embarking on a Royal Caribbean cruise. Of course, let's first plug the book, Len, because it's a really great book, actually, honestly, even if you don't care for a Disney Cruise Line. It's just, it's a good read, I think, especially for how cruise lines work. And also, there's also a really good section in the book, Len, about the different ports of call, which obviously Royal Caribbean visits quite a number of as well. Oh, thanks. Yeah, Aaron, uh, Aaron worked on uh, or that part of the, uh, the book, but essentially for every port, we try and give you a little bit of the history of the port, like, um, you know, when it was uh, first became a city, then became a port. We talk about the weather, we talk about what to eat and what to buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go over things like you know the languages spoken, the currencies, and things like that. So it's uh, it's pretty neat stuff. Absolutely, you can find that book Amazon dot uh, com or any of your favorite places uh, that books are sold. So let's jump into this here now, Laurel. Obviously, you and Len coming from a very much a Disney background, as I'm well aware. What compelled you guys to well try Royal Caribbean and Allure of the Seas? Uh, professional research. Uh, <laughs> Royal is pretty much Disney's biggest competition, and we can't really rate disney until we know what it's it's like saying i need to see universal before i see walt disney world you have to know the respective value for your money absolutely some good competition there and you're checking out allure of the seas and you know obviously allure of the seas is the uh, flagship of royal caribbean so their current big wig ship that's out there when you guys were were selecting this possible cruise you want to again evaluate the competition were there other ships that you were interested in, or was this one just the the obvious standout choice, and there wasn't really, you know, that was just the the way to go? I think we looked at the Oasis. We've been trying to do this cruise for like six months, mm-hmm. and I think we were originally booked on the Freedom. Uh, the Brilliance? Well, the Brilliance. Brilliance. Something that's out of Tampa? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that was uh, the Brilliance. Yeah, Brilliance. Brilliance yeah. Yep. But the thing about the allure that I like, number one, I, I you know, I, I'm an American. I think bigger is better. Uh <laughs> And this is the biggest ship in the world, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I was, I was looking at the deck plans on this, and I thought, ha, ha, am I am I looking at like a city map? Is this? <laughs> it's amazing. We're on. I think we're on deck. I think we're on floor 110 <laughs> on the deck. Right. I'm 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 not sure. Yeah, we're on we're on deck 10 or 11. But um, yeah, I mean, it's got what tw- 20 uh, two dozen restaurants. I try and think about you know what I like at. On the Disney ships, what I really like is the variety. You know, I, you know, I, I like going to different places every night and exploring different things. In that, in that respect, you know, I, I like traveling like that. I really like the Eastern Caribbean itinerary because it's got uh, three sea days. Yes, four if you consider Nassau a sea day, which I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. uh, 
you know, so, uh, you know, I really like St. Thomas. I really like St. Martin. So, um, yeah, it looked to be, it looked to be great. I'm, uh, I have no idea what there is to do on the ship. I literally have not researched anything other than how much it costs. I don't know. I mean, I, I know there's oh like two gosh. dozen. I know there's like two dozen restaurants on there, but I don't know. It, it, are there bars? Dude, I'm yes, of course there are bars. <laughs> <laughs> it, I really actually, the, the reason why I agreed to this podcast, Matt, is, is so I could ask, ask a Learn. bunch of questions. Yeah, uh, exactly. No, absolutely. We're here, we're here yeah. to help. Absolutely. So what, uh, let's start with this. What cabin category did you guys select? Boardwalk View. Boardwalk view. Okay, so you have a balcony, which is nice. I did the Central Park view, which is similar. But the nice thing about Boardwalk view is you get the – it's kind of interesting because it's it's an inside view, right? You're not seeing the sea. But I love it for the people watching ability. It's great in the evening especially just to be able to see, you know, people walking by. It's, it's I think it's more interesting. I mean, the ocean is nice. Don't get me wrong. It's beautiful. But, you know, you get the you get to check out what's going on. Oh, you know. Oh, there's a show And going it's on. completely unique. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, a, that's a big deal. So let's talk about stuff on the ship since Len clearly has no idea what's going on on the boat. What's up? Is there what's is there entertainment? I mean, well, I mean, here's this is my 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 greatest concern. Yes, sir. Going on the ship is are we going to go hungry? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the there is there is there's really not a lot of food on a roller coaster ships. I mean, it's just you know meager rations and crackers and, and that's they like all they hand is. you like your your K rations and your packet of gruel instant yes. gruel mix when you get on right. Okay. For food, there's quite a number of restaurants, as you mentioned. I think, I, I know, Len, you love the higher end taste of things. So certainly 150 Central Park, you're going to love, dude. It's, Which, it's their signature restaurant. So it's in okay. Central Park and it's a beautiful restaurant. In fact, it's, it's basically a very elegant, upscale, nouveau American type oh, uh, really? cuisine. Yes. So it's really, it's kind of like to put it in Disney World perspective, it's like the Victorian Alberts, if you will. Is it really? And you can do the chef's table, which is like the chef's table of Victoria and Alberts. It's it's a higher price. I think – I'm not sure if Remy on the Dream has an option like that where you can do like the chef's table. Maybe no. they do. No. No, it's no. not big enough. Okay. Yeah. yeah so they, you'd, they have a you'd, be, you'd be sitting with the chef. <laughs> but you have a, quite a number of restaurants also. The uh, Chops Grill, Giovanni's Table. So so uh, what's the typical upcharge? So it's like on a Disney cruise. It's $25 for Paolo, which I think is, is pretty decent Italian. And then seventy five um, for Remy plus you know the wine pairings. Yeah, that's about average. I mean, you're gonna probably pay some. Some are more than others. Like Chops Grill these days, I think is running about thirty five dollars. That's their steakhouse. One fifty Central Park. That's more comparable to Remy. That's gonna offer. That's gonna cost a little bit more. But some of the other ones, like Giovanni's Table, I think mm-hmm. is like especially for lunch, it's like like fifteen dollars or something like that. You have Johnny Rockets, and that's just a straight cover fee of I believe it's four ninety five now. Per person? Five bucks. Okay. That's it. And then, I mean, every, everyone's eating the Johnny Rockets, right? That's like a stick and shake and Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. So what if you so they have a they have a central cafeteria, right? That you the, the wind jammer, yes sir. The wind jammer. Oh, is it really the wind jammer? <laughs> you don't like the wind jammer? I just I just I don't like the name. Okay, so so what's that like? <laughs> is it is it is it like school food where I'm I'm really just not gonna want to eat there every night? No, they've actually got a lot the huge variety of food there. In fact I love the Windjammer for the they have uh they have great Indian food over there. They what? Have, yeah on a cruise ship? That's right. They have, really? they have different they have different stations. So you know you'll you'll start out and maybe they'll be like the Asian oh, station. So it's a buf- so, so it's, it's a buffet. buffet. It's a buffet, correct. That's right. Okay. Alright. Yep. And the different stations, you pick what you want. The breakfast, they have the omelet station, which is quite nice. But in the evening and the lunch, they have quite a variety. I mean, it's, it's really quite, but it's, I think it's comparable to, you know, the, uh, I forget what Disney calls theirs, but Cabanas. it's the buffet. Cabanas. Yeah, but they, 
Yeah, cabanas. There you go. Cabanas. Cabanas. <laughs> yeah. And of course, there is still the main dining room, which is which obviously now in Disney you have the rotating thing. You don't have that here right. in in Royal Caribbean. It's the same dining room, but it is the same wait staff every night. Okay, so you have the same wait staff every night. Correct. That's right. Okay, uh, and you have assigned tables like I'm always at table. Yes. I guess. So for Absolutely. this size ship, I'll probably be a table like, you know, uh, 10019, right? <laughs> I don't think it quite goes up that high to the thousands, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 8109, right? And also, so, did we, oh, we so, mention, Len, since you know nothing about the ship, they have Starbucks on board. Sweet mother of all those. Do they take the Starbucks card on board? Yes, I believe they do. Oh, they just made me so happy. So, and, uh, so, what, and, so wait, what's, wait, the, what's wait. the difference? Good, good. The drink package includes Starbucks, unlimited Starbucks. <laughs> sell, Challenge sell your accepted. Being stocked now, Matt. <laughs> Boy, they're not going to have a good second quarter. <laughs> is it really? How much is the yeah. drink package? The Royal Replenish package is twenty five dollars per day, and it gets you per person. But it gets a hundred dollars a day for our entire party for drinks. If you want that aren't the, made out of alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> but it gets you not only coffee, it gets you uh, juice, non-alcoholic drinks. I don't know why you would want those, but if you, can, I know Len was like, "What's the point of that?" So but wait, also, hundred dollars a day for drinks. No, no, twenty-five dollars per person. Yeah, so there's four of us going. So hundred dollars per day. Yeah. So seven hundred dollars for drinks. The kids I'm are drinking, baby. That's a lot of soda, though. Yeah. All right, so so what if you want to want to order like a Coke with drink? Can you do that? Uh, Coke with dinner? Can you do that? Absolutely, just cost you okay. a couple dollars. I think it's like uh, two, three dollars. Okay, I don't are you know. joking? No. <laughs> <laughs> that is one difference. Disney does give you free soda. Okay, Disney, well, you free soda, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I don't drink soda anyway, so I, I don't know why I'm I'm worried about it. So here's the thing. <laughs> so we so we I, I think the comparable Disney cruise was. $2,700 more expensive than this? Wow. Yeah, you're not going to spend that much. Unless you, I mean, if you really go crazy with the kind of stuff. But, I mean, the the thing is, you do have an unlimited drink package, which you can choose from. So there's there's actually three of them. Uh, the first is the is just beer. So it's beer and wine. Sorry, beer and wine. Then there's the, the next level package, which includes mixed drinks. And then there's a package on top of that, which includes mixed drinks and like every beverage known to man on board the ship. Like if you want to have really? like Starbucks and that's 65. So it was 45, 55 and $65 a day uh, per day per person. And does every person in the room have to be on the same uh, package? Nope, not at all. So Laurel can be on the unlimited package. Yep. Wow, oh, 65 bucks a day for drinks though. I mean, that's still, still a lot of alcohol. It is a lot. We, I mean, we've done, we have done some articles on the site about the math yeah. on that. I mean, you've really got to drink like it's. It can be easy, I would think, on like on sea days, but yeah, when you're drink, on port days, drink like one an hour. Yeah, yeah, it comes out to like you're close to about ten drinks a day, depending on how you work your math, and you know if you maybe you load up on like I don't know orange. These have fresh squeezed orange juice, which you can use in there, and things like that. You can kind of like make your math, but still, it's a lot to drink, and that's why I haven't done it honestly. Because every time I think about it, I'm like, man, that's just. I don't so think so, I can so when the math so work. when you go on the cruises, do you get a uh, do you get a drink package? No, I've thought about it every time, and I never do it because I just don't think that for me, the yeah. value is there. I just don't. I don't see it that way. And so you just buy if you want to drink, you just buy it a la carte. I just buy it a la carte and figure I'm saving money. Which and on it, every time I go back, I go, yep, I save myself money that way. 
Plus, because you you know as well as I do, Len, when you're on when you're on land in the ports, you can really make up your money in terms of saving money on drinks there as well. Because you know you're at the beach, you can't use your drink card over there, so you have to right. you know buy whatever is available to you there. So there's been a big debate on. It. I think if you if you drink a lot, obviously, and yeah. and like drinking a lot, you can make it work for you. But it's not like a slam dunk in terms of value. All right, cool. Yeah, that sounds like it. At twenty five dollars a day per person, one hundred dollars a day. That's a lot for. It's a lot for for sodas for the kids. Sure. So there's also quite a bit to do on board. You've got you can see Chicago, the Broadway musical, for free. That's yeah, never going to have... catch up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, have... I don't even know what Chicago's about. I'm, I have no idea. I think it's, it's, a, uh, it's a musical, musical. right? Yes. Okay. You're asking honestly the wrong guy. I've, I, yeah. That's my wife's thing. Uh, you have the Aqua Theater Show, which is really cool. I think you'll enjoy that. There the Aqua is Aqua Theater Show. Is that like yeah. uh, Cirque du Soleil? Uh, with water. Oh, so it's like, oh. You're in, in a theater, and then below you is a water tank, for lack of a better word. And people, they do, they'll do circus lay stuff off it. They'll do high diving, uh, jumps off of it. It's, it's pretty interesting. It's, it's a little different than I think any, it's hard to huh. come up with a, with a fair comparison. There's also a really good ice skating show, which I really recommend. An ice skating show on the cruise ship. Indeed, yes. You, you can go ice skating if you'd like on, during, uh, can you really? They, they have a, they have an ice skating rink. Yes. On the ship. On the ship. And it's free. And it's free. They, they provide your own they provide skates for you, you're ready to go. Really? I'm still doing that. <laughs> There's uh oh you'd like this? How about the prohibition party? I was about to ask about that. What, what's yeah. a prohibition party? So, so I can like, bring my flapper dress, right? <laughs> oh, you can. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. I have to dress up like the Monopoly guy with a monocle. A <laughs> monocle. <laughs> yeah, you gotta pack those. I don't know if that's carry on or it's just one I put it in my pocket. <laughs> So what's the what's the prohibition party? So the prohibition party is like basically it's a reservation only. So you have to make advanced reservations. Uh, celebration on the fifth night in the Jazz on Four Lounge. So you get to don your favorite jazz outfit, as I mentioned, and you basically get drinks there. There's a cover charge, but thirty five bucks. But you get to mm-hmm. enjoy drinks. Yeah, there's music. There's like ambiance. It's like um, basically they turn that place into a themed uh, event. That sounds great. Yeah, it's fun to dress up for that kind of stuff. So the uh, um, so what kind of lounges are there on the uh, – what kind of bars are there? There's oh, like a dude, couple, right? There's a lot, yeah. <laughs> there's a couple. That's there's actually one lot. of the things I like I like about the Disney uh, – the, especially the larger Disney ships that, you know, is yeah, the champagne bars are pretty good. The um, the Skyline Bar I think is is fabulous. But what are the what are the uh, the bars that, that are on the uh, – uh, the so there's a lot of great bars. I like what I like about them is a lot of them have live music, especially in the evening playing. So you'll be there and they'll have uh, all sorts of uh, you know, in addition to the drinks, which is always nice, and the decor, which is well themed. They also have the bands playing, which is actually really cool because the the neat thing about it is you get to really ch- check out a lot of different things. Actually, before we even get to that, Len, there is the Rising Tide Bar. Have you heard about this? No. You know by okay. now he's heard about nothing. Oh yes, that's true. <laughs> I really, Sorry. I really don't know anything about. Anything. So there's a bar that's like in the middle of the Royal Promenade, which is like a huge shopping mall. But the bar moves; it goes up and down to like the next deck. So you sit, you're sitting there, and it go, it it rises and falls as you know every ten, twenty minutes, whatever it is. The bar, the whole the bar. bar, the whole bar oh. moves up and moves down. So it's like the Space Needle restaurant, except up and down instead of around and around. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or like the Garden Grill, if you if you want to use a Disney reference. Yes, if wow. it actually spawned over. Yes. And what's it called? <laughs> the Rising Tide Bar. 
So it goes, it gets, starts in the Royal Promenade, goes up to Central Park, so you get a view of the outside, and you come back down to the uh, Royal Promenade and keep going until you get your, uh, <laughs> until you get your, uh, your, whatever you want out of it. Yeah. You also got the, uh, some of the, my, the, some of the great bars. I love Boleros, which is a Spanish themed bar. And they have some great get, margaritas there, as you might imagine. Spanish. Can things. you get tapas? You, I, I'm not, I'm wondering if you can get food in there. I've never tried that, honestly. All right. But it's a, it's a neat bar. Uh, Dazzles, which is a nice, it, that's like, I'm not sure if it, pink is the right one to compare it to, but it spans three decks and offers a view of the boardwalk. So it's kind of, there's dancing in the evening. It's, it's kind of like a more upscale bar. Dazzles. Absolutely. The schooner bar is always fun. The schooner bar is like, it's like themed to something out of like the old timey, like where all the pirates in your local town hang out kind of a thing. It's, it's kind of, it's a very nautical looking bar. <laughs> I don't know. Where the hell did you grow up? <laughs> Let's just keep moving on past that comparison. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Schooner bar is nice. And of course the, they have an English poob. Uh, so in this case, it's the Bow and Stern. They have different names for different on different ships, but same basic concept. It's an Irish bar, and they have the live music at night is really nice. I like that quite a bit. Oh, so that what kind of a kind of? I mean, they play traditional uh, English or UK music. A lot of actually, you know what it is? A lot of like uh, Beatles and uh, that kind of music. Okay. Huh. It's real not bad. And lastly, if you want to get your singing on, because I know you do, Len. Yeah, mm. the On Air Club, which offers karaoke and lots of booze. Is it where they show sports too? They do, yes. And lastly, oh, one more. As I know, you like your wine, and Laurel does as well. Vintages Wine Bar is available in Central Park, which is really nice. It's what's great about it is they have the sommelier on hand. You can like try like they have. I forget what the thing is called. It's very advanced, but basically, like you can instead of like ordering like you know a bottle of wine, which you're committing a lot to in case you don't like it. You can get, like, wine by the glass, but it's not, like, the cheapo wine that's been sitting underneath the desk for, like, you know, uh, a couple weeks. It's this mm-hmm. kind of very advanced system that they have. It's pretty cool. Huh. Do you have a – you've been to these places? On Oasis of the Seas, I have. I have not been on Allure of the Seas, but similar experience. But there are places, like, none of these places are too loud, and I can um... – yeah, some, some of them are more louder than others, depending on what time of the day is, you know, just like anything else. But a lot of – you can definitely find quieter places – to to enjoy a drink that's for sure oh cool good so uh real quick moving on the so you've got kind of man there's so much going on on the ship because you we were just talking about dining don't forget that you have the flow rider which is the surf there are two surf simulators uh excuse me flow rider is a uh, a rapper <laughs> flow rider <laughs> that's flow rider this is flow rider oh sorry sorry i'm, yes. I'm i was like wow he's gonna be on the cruise that's gonna be awesome the kids are gonna love that yeah. So uh two flow riders. You have you can zip line across the top of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> All free. Really? Uh, it's ice, free to zip line. Oh yeah, absolutely. Ice skating rink, mini golf course. Make sure by the way for all these things when you're checking in during your your pre-cruise check-in stuff, there's a uh, release that you can sign, a waiver. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you do that that way when you show up there, they'll just be like, "All right, you're all set." And you get to you don't have to waste time signing. Oh, good tip. Good tip. There's the 3D movie theater. There's really what kind of what kind of movies do they show? Mostly DreamWorks films, since they do have an agreement with uh, DreamWorks oh, okay, okay. to show and that. And they're but, uh, they're like uh, current releases. Yep, current releases and and favorites. Never know when Grease Two is going to break out. Ooh, Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> 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 Thank you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there's. A, I think you're going to find quite a bit here, and I think you're going to find that there's a lot to choose. And that's what's great about ships like Oasis, the Oasis class ships, is that there's just a lot to uh, 
to to offer in terms of uh, activities. What I really find about this kind of ship is that there's just there's so much that you're gonna you're not gonna have enough time to do everything. That goes without saying. And seven days, but, really? Yeah, there's just there's a lot to do on these ships. I'm telling you. Oh, look! So I'm looking at the deck plane plans. There's a cupcake place. Oh, yes, I, oh, there's a jogging trail on the outside too. Yep, and the cupcake place you can take classes to learn how to decorate cupcakes, or you can just buy them and eat them. Whatever you're fancy. Uh, buy them and eat them. Uh, have you been to the spa? Have I? Absolutely. I'm, so, uh, so what kind of spa packages are available? What kind of services are there? Probably very similar to what Disney offers in terms of you know you can buy like you know there's the sweetest massage kind of things where it's the deep tissue type stuff. So you have like your stone massages, bamboo, the bamboo if you really want to like get beaten up and feel good about it. That's mm-hmm. a good one. They'll have scrubs. They'll have acupuncture. Um, but the 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 really I think Glenn, if you really want to if you really want to feel like your your bones have been grinded down and you've lost some body mass, mm-hmm. do the do the bamboo massage. That one is really they'll they'll beat you up and you'll you'll feel broken, but like a little later you'll feel a lot good about it. It's nice. That that almost sold it for me, Matt. But I uh... <laughs> do they uh, so the, so on, the, on Disney ships you've been on Disney ships where they've got like a a spa yep. package where you get access to like saunas and showers and. Stone loungers, and it's like $16 a day. There is a thermal suite that consists of warm beds, three steam rooms, and two rainforest showers. It has a daily fee, or you may choose to purchase a weekly pass. I believe the price is $99 for the week for an individual or $179 for a couple. All right, cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, so tell me about adults-only areas. Well, you have the you have a whole adults-only pool area, which is, which is called Solarium. Only, as I mentioned, adults-only there the entire time there is in there there's also a restaurant the solarium bistro which is available to actually i'm not sure you can bring kids in there but i imagine this is it's in the solarium one would think that kids can't get into the solarium bistro but i never tried to bring my kid there so that's not a bad <laughs> so that's not a, a bad place to start. oh you guys really should do the um the the game show what is it called the uh the quest have you heard about this no, I'm a little scared. No. Okay, good. D- don't worry about it. Don't don't research anything. Don't Google anything. Just show up, and and you'll have a good time. It's a late it's night. The- it's like <laughs> <laughs> she's asking, "Where is this quest?" And bring lots of braziers. That's all I can tell you. That's bring lots of up. braziers. Bring lots of bras with you. Well, yeah, who, do- who doesn't? Whatever they want. <laughs> who does I mean, duh. There's a comedy club. Uh, so that's a neat uh, aspect for you to check out the comedy club. There was usually good. It, a lot of these things, by the way, online you can reserve tickets for these things. You'll probably need tickets for the things like the ice skating show, the comedy show, and Chicago would just help. It just make, it makes your life easier in a lot of regards because these things do tend to fill up quite quickly. So having tickets gets you basically it's like old school fast pass where basically you get ahead of the crowd. Oh wow! But you should be able to do all that stuff on RoyalCaribbean.com. Uh, What's the uh, what's this uh, Izumi Japanese cuisine on deck? Sixteen. Dude, I went there. I went there every day of my cruise on Oasis and Seas to the point where they were like, "Oh, Mr. Matthew, good to see you again." They have really the sushi, and yeah. they have uh, what's great about it is they have a menu of of items to some quite large, I would say. But the really cool thing, Len, you got to ask them whatever the, what the specials of the day are. Sure, the sushi specials were always really really good, uh, and they were probably the standout items on the menu on any given night. So I would definitely recommend. The specials at Izumi, and is that uh, is that an upcharge for that, or is that uh, included? Yeah, it was an upcharge. That's a specialty restaurant, so that's going to be. I believe uh-huh. now there is no more cover charge. It's just straight a la carte. Oh, okay, straight a la carte. Okay, fair enough. And what about uh, what about kids areas? 
So for kids, I mean, I'm, I think your kids are going to be too old for a lot of stuff, but they do have the, the lounges for, for teens. So there's a teen lounge and disco. Uh, they have, so only they can get in. In fact, you can't get in if you wanted to. Um, it, it's, it's really cool. They, they've really done it really, really nicely. It's, um, I forget what they call it and on Disney Cruise Line, but it's similar idea. And it's up to, I believe, to be up to 17 years old for that. And they also have, uh, for younger kids, which, you know, or people just want to do it, they have a, the DreamWorks experience. So you have uh, parades. They have, they have the DreamWorks characters from Shrek, uh, Madagascar, Kung Fu Panda. Um, there's also a, a character meal if you want to wake up and do that with the character. Mm-hmm. So, and it's free. You have the H2O water zone for kids, so it's basically a water area just for kids, and they also have a water area just for infants. So, not that you were bringing any, I don't think, but if you did, if we have, have to, place you have to pick one up in the, you know, <laughs> cool. And they have um, and a casino, and a casino. There's a casino. Oh yeah. <laughs> what what I didn't know. What what deck is the casino one? Four is that right? I might be making four. That up. Four or five. It's around that. It's it's almost every ship is always like around like deck four, deck five. But it's neat, and uh, it's actually one of the few places you can smoke still. Ah, so it is. Entertainment place. So jazz on four. Blaze. What's Blaze? I believe that's a nightclub. Okay. Studio B. Yep. Studio B is the is the ice skating rink. Studio B. Okay. Cool. And then a casino. Interesting. It's quite a bit. I I think you guys are really going to enjoy. What's on there? There's a lot to choose from, and that's a good thing. So, variety. I'm always a fan of variety, and certainly having a lot to choose from. Plus, you're going away on on the different, you know, shore excursions and what have you. So, not a uh, not a bad way to spend a week. No, that should be fun. Not. I'm looking forward to. It. <laughs> I feel much more prepared now. Nice. Well, before we let you go, we have a little tradition here on the podcast where, and I'm actually each ask each of you individually a few quick questions. You should say the first thing that comes to your mind. All right, Laurel, you go first. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Now, my first question would be favorite restaurant on a Royal Caribbean ship, but Laurel, since I don't think you've been on a Royal Caribbean ship, I'll say your favorite restaurant on, on a Disney ship. Remy. Remy, okay. Preferred drink while you're on a cruise, adult beverage. Champagne. Oh, straight up. Classy. Favorite port of call to visit? Marigo. Ah, St. Martin's. Beautiful, isn't it? Yes. And lastly, favorite song on the radio or your iPod today? Oh, I, I don't have any music on my iPod today. And I probably have like CeeLo Green or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I can't say what that is, obviously. Yeah. Well, forget forget you is forget the, uh, you. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, Len, your turn. Favorite restaurant on a Disney ship? Ah, oh, man, I like uh, I I like the brunch at Paulo quite a bit. Okay. Prefer drink while on a Disney cruise. <laughs> Ah, Laurel said champagne. I'm going to go with uh, with martinis. So something from uh, Skyline or Meridian would be nice. Cool. Favorite port of call to visit? Yeah, I liked. Uh, I, uh, so I'll start with the ones I don't like, which would be Nassau, <laughs> uh, Costa Maya, Cozumel. Uh, actually, Key West wasn't bad either, but I'm going to go with Saint Mark. Your favorite uh, your favorite port is Castaway Key. You might as well. That's true. Yeah, let me just say, yeah, but <laughs> Castaway Key is actually the best best island of the Caribbean. But I'll go with that. And favorite song on the radio or your iPhone today, one? I heard uh, somebody uh, somebody did a, a fantastic compilation of uh, uh, the Land soundtrack today, which I <laughs> which I listened to. It was amazing. It's all the all the old stuff. It was what was that Epcot? Uh, uh, you have to do the plug now. Hold on, I have to do the plug. Hold on, hold on. 
It's on uh, EpcotLegacy.com. It's amazing. Tons of stuff you can download. It's fantastic. Cool. So, again, I uh, want to remind all of our listeners that actually uh, Len and Laurel are, again, the co-authors, the unofficial guide to the Disney Cruise Line, which is available in paperback and Kindle forms on Amazon.com. And also they have a little subscription on touringplans.com, which gets you access to lots of great content, not only about the Disney Cruise Line, but also picking out information about ships, itineraries, ports. So again, for Royal Caribbean fans, I know, you know, ports are ports, right? I mean, Royal Caribbean visits a lot of the same ports Disney does. So if you're interested in getting information on what to do in, in the different islands and which would be worth it to do, what's not worth it to do, lots of other great information. Really, it's a really great read and I would recommend it. So touringplans.com for the online portion and the unofficial guide to Disney Cruise Line for the, uh, print version of the, of said book. So it's really a great, uh, resource all in all and something to consider in just your general reading of uh, perusing, cruising in general. So, guys, thank you so much. And, and honestly, I hope you guys have a great time. And I want to hear you back on this podcast when you get back so we can we can compare because I've been holding out. I got a lot of emails to do a, a great Royal Caribbean Disney Cruise Line comparison. I think now that you've – once you've got on Allure, we might be able to finally do that. Sounds good. Thanks, Matt. We had such a great time talking with Len and Laurel that I totally lost track of time here. So I, in order to keep things uh, manageable, we're going to just read a couple of questions. But don't worry, plenty of time to get your questions in upcoming episodes. I promise we'll get to each and every one of them. First, of course, we have to get an email from Christopher Percy who writes, The Freedom Class of Ships in Episode 42 you discussed is one of my favorites in the fleet. The size is manageable, not the Colossus of the Oasis-class ships, and there are many amenities to enjoy. We really enjoyed our cruise on Liberty a few years ago. I enjoyed Marie, and the two of you worked well together. It sounds like she's going to have a great upcoming cruise. Thank you, Christopher. Always a pleasure to hear from you. Let's read an email from John who writes, Hey, Matt, my family is planning a cruise. We're trying to decide whether to go with two separate staterooms or a family stateroom that fits at least six. In my family, we have three sisters aged 19, 21, 23, my mom and dad, and me aged 17. We're wondering would it be more cost-effective, as you may know there has to be a budget, LOL. I love your podcast. Can't wait to hear more of your expert advice. You know, it's a great question, John, but you know, I think you're going to be better off with two separate rooms, if not more. And the reason for that, the restrooms. That's right. In a family stateroom that I've stayed in, at least unless you go for the suites, you're only going to get one bathroom and you've got three sisters. Yeah, that's not going to fly, dude. <laughs> you need a lot more space than that. You need a lot more bathrooms than that. I would really go for the two bathrooms just for, because if you have two staterooms, you have two different bathrooms. The girls can bunk up there. Maybe you shack up with your with your parents, and that can kind of work out a little bit better. I think it's just going to be a better practical, even if money doesn't make more sense that way. The only other thing you could do is look at suites potentially, but those never really make financial sense. They're more of a, they're a perk. It's a suite, so you know, you get what you pay for. But I think multiple rooms just might be the better thing. Look for connecting or just rooms near each other, so that way you have the sense of having closeness. But again, the, the additional bathrooms, I think, are really going to make a big difference. And our last email this week is from Chad. Hey, Matt, just booked our second Royal Caribbean cruise for September 21st on the newly renovated Navigator of the Seas. Burked during Royal Caribbean's current WOW sale and got $100 in onboard credit plus reduced deposit. I believe it's the same itinerary that you took on your recent cruise out of Galveston. It's true. Going to go back and listen to your preview and review podcast on your trip, but wanted to see if you had any extra insight about things to do in these ports like Belize, Roatan, Cozumel, or things you wish you had done but didn't. Let the planning process begin. My favorite part. Also, my in-laws will be cruising with us. First-time cruisers, hopefully, will have two new cruise fans soon. Chad, great ship you picked and great itinerary. I really, really enjoyed it. And honestly, if Galveston was a little bit closer, I would really be going on there for a couple different cruises. I would love to be able to get back 
great chip. The refurbishment really made a huge difference. I cannot understate that. So make sure you're going to be checking out all the different restaurants, all the different amenities like the Flow Rider, and really everything the chip has to offer. In terms of what I did on the islands, I think I did pretty well, especially in Cozumel and Roatan. Belize, I didn't, it wasn't awesome, but maybe again, I was going during February, so it'll be a little different for when you're going. But if I was to go back and do things over again, I may have switched up my plans for what I did there. I like Goff's Cave, but it wasn't like the best place I ever went to, so if that helps you, hopefully. But if you have more specific questions, Chad, send them in. Keep them flowing, baby. We're happy to help. It's a lot of fun, and we like sharing our cruise planning process with all of us. So again, Chad, any questions you have, feel free to email us in. Well, I guess that's going to wrap things up for this podcast. So until next time, I'm Matt Hotchberg. We'll talk again soon.